What up, what up? Ooh, welcome to the midnight hour. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was Thursday when I got over here. <laughs> what, what are we, about an hour shy of, of, uh, of Friday morning? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Not even. <laughs> yeah. as, as usual. Ish. <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to the Cup of Footman podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with a drink of the day. Woo! Listen, we got, uh, I went super thotty on this one, the, the thotty yaddy yaddy yaddy. That's what we got. Is it drink of the evening? Is it, listen, this is, uh, we could call this a house of the dragon. I, I, I'm trying to think of, okay, some, okay. of some things that we hadn't done before. Yeah. And, and obviously the base is tequila. But uh, we wanted to try a couple of juices we hadn't tried before. So in the bottom, and I should have brought the bottle of the of the dragon fruit juice, but did two ounces of the dragon fruit juice, or you can do more, do that to taste. So I uh, find a dragon fruit juice. Usually I find that it's in the organic section of like where they keep the orange juice and all that, or the kombucha. Yep. That's where you're going to find this uh, dragon fruit juice. So a uh, little two ounces of dragon fruit juice, add in your ice, throw in uh, about two ounces to two and a half of tequila today we did uh first time we're doing the casamigos uh so shout out george clooney oh, yeah. and uh and cindy crawford's husband i think his name is randy uh for the <laughs> <laughs> what does the bottle say <laughs> it says randy something arbor or something uh, uh yeah Aubin, Aubin maybe Listen, cindy crawford's husband <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the tequila slaps. So first time, so we did some Casamigos. So uh, let's go. Uh, so the two ounces of dragon fruit juice, uh, the fill it up with ice, do two ounces of the Casamigos. Then we threw in some frozen chunks of actual dragon fruit, topped it off with lemonade. And then I added a little more juice and a little more tequila on top just for a little, just just, for a little extra. Just for taste. Flash, just for taste. <laughs> and then garnish with a lime wheel, man. Uh, and this shit is great. And dragon fruit is supposed to be a super fruit, so it's actually supposed to be good for you. Uh, I'm sure. And, you know, tequila is not bad. But the, <laughs> Have you ever had dragon fruit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I don't like it. taste like anything. Yeah, really does, well, Even these frozen chunks, they taste better because they've been marinating in the tequila. But that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat them after that. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. But I've, I've I've actually got one at home and and I, I, there's like a way that you have to like peel it, like I I'm pretty sure like the like the skin and and I, don't quote me on this but I believe that the skin has I don't eat the skin like it's like it's poison or some uh, shit. See, I only like eat, it's not. I've only I'm, in chunks of it, like 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 yeah. this. Okay, but it's normally like this. It's it's this red and and, and they come in I think red or yellow, but I've, the more common one is the red one. You have to kind of cut it and like correctly. Oh man! So it's like one of those fish that you eat and die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably really wrong about Ain't the even skin being poison. <laughs> it's like a lionfish or some <laughs> shit. You know how there's all these like weird fish like you you eat this part, you dead. Yeah, there's like but, but I remember you know it, the, like the fruit looks exotic. And yeah. So I so I bought it and I cut it up, but and, and I'm a fruit guy, but I don't like it. It didn't, you know, but it tastes good but with tequila. This is, this is delicious. <laughs> like, if you let it, it marinate in some dragon fruit juice. And some tequila, they're amazing. It's amazing. So yeah, it was like, all right, we haven't done some dragon fruit on here before, so try try to throw in some some different there. But this shit is amazing. I'm like, I might throw this into rotation if if not just the dragon fruit with the to tequila and and lemonade. It's that, a good like I was summer. Say, yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's a good poolside drink, and it's mm-hmm. it is uh, 
Summer is seems to be in full effect oh here in Florida. It is it, it is hot. It's dumb hot. You seen Puerto Rico today, bro? It's like 125 this week or something crazy like that. Puerto <laughs> Rico, they're getting you like, serious? Yeah, they're getting like um some fucking heat wave. They're getting heat waves that are like dangerous. They're like, oh, wow. dangerous there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, like, don't go outside. Yeah, you might, well, don't go inside either. The motherfuckers ain't got AC. Just go to the ocean, stay under the water. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> How them fans working? <laughs> I'll just roll down the window. Yeah, I don't need AC, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> All right, man. Hit us with the carbon footprint. What you got? Listen, uh, my carbon footprint this week, man, is actually, I'm going to keep it on a local level, man. Um, I hate doing dudes that have passed away, but we had a, a local comedian here uh, pass away this week. Uh, his name is uh, Raynard Genesis McLeese. So everybody here knew him as Genesis. He was kind of like an OG in the comedy game. Oh, man. okay. Um, really super well-known guy. Um there wasn't a single open mic that I have ever been to where I didn't see this guy there. And oh, I okay. saw him at every show, open mic, showcase, anything. And he may have not been. In fact, I don't think I've ever saw him perform live. Maybe once. He was just always there. And he was um, and he was like an intimidating guy. Like, I remember people always just kind of look for his approval. Like, even like, you know, like I remember looking. So I was like, okay, if you can make him laugh. Because he was always like stoic. Right. And he'd always just make fun of like, oh, he's, he's, like, he's, he's the OG. Smoking. He's the OG. And then he would just, and he looked like Cedric the Entertainer. So it's just like, <laughs> and, he, and he looked like him and he kind of talked like him, had that same sort of demeanor swagger. But just super well respected. Like, people almost looked to him. He was one of the guys. There's a, there's a couple of guys here where people look to them like, do they laugh? It's almost like the stamp of approval right and um and he was one of those guys man and he passed away unexpectedly this week and i think what what i realized was like i obviously knew he was impactful like in terms of that comedy scene yep. all that stuff but just how like i'm going I'm, I'm in this group on facebook of of like this orlando comedy group where it's like a bunch of these comedians yep. and people who come to visit and it's literally hundreds of posts to this guy man and it's so consistent like the stories they have of him and like man intimidating man i i, I didn't i always wanted his approval but then like yo he, he i would come off set and if you were willing to listen he'd tell you everything you did wrong but then he'd tell you everything you did right and he was encouraging and all this stuff and just the you know people just talking about his character and how he was like you know yeah. og giving people love and it's so consistent across the board and there's so many people who've gone on to be touring comedians who are like i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this guy or i was you know like and there's just so many stories like that man i thought it was cool because it was like man it almost made me look at my own like like it was like man if i could read my eulogy or like my obituary sorry like and, and like what would it say like if i was writing my own what would i put right and it just and i was looking at him and i'm going like wow man like i got i hope he's proud of that or at least in the moment knew was aware of that because it sucks right he's gone yeah. he gives flowers but i'm like the amount of people had something to say and it's so funny some of them were like telling stories about how rude he was to him but it was just like almost this endearing like man but then he told me you know this this and this and it was always um you know, and and you could tell people just took that and 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 took it to heart and tried to grow. And it's so consistent because everyone says the same thing. They're like, if, if so, he didn't laugh. Like he had this hearty, like deep laugh. Or like yeah. if you did get him a laugh, and he would always go stupid, <laughs> like always. <laughs> so if you got a stupid out of him, you were like, yes, got it. Like, like and it was so funny, man. That's so cool, and man. everyone put that in there. Like everyone would go. 
man, I work so hard for that stupid, you know, <laughs> and it's just like literally a hundred people on there plus just putting that and and everyone's like man i just wanted to make that guy laugh and i want or i wanted to get the stupid out of him because you knew you were onto something if you just got a you stupid or just stupid and then um so man i just wanted to get to because i think it, it's so clear that he impacted so many lives some people went on to tour i didn't like i knew him as a hey what's up like didn't spend a whole lot of time with him obviously knew him through this um same feeling like i remember seeing there even like i wanted to make him laugh because like especially you know when i when i initially started it i was like okay you know you sort of start to realize who the who the people are sort of in the scene and you know really quickly like that guy didn't have to say a word and you knew like okay this, this is like a godfather within this like little community and um and i'm me always just going like okay i want to make this guy laugh I wanna, yeah i never that, got my stupid out of him though man. no I, I never did man dude, I, you didn't you haven't been there long enough man dude no nah, I, I haven't been there and i hadn't done enough and i will say he was there on a night where I bombed epically, and I don't think I got my super out of him, but he was there on a night where I thought I did all right too. But I remember one of my worst bombs I've ever had. Uh, but I do remember being there when other people bomb and being in the crowd, like sitting next to him, and yeah. he would be like, Whoo, you hear that? That's a career falling. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> like, it's so quiet in here. You can hear the career falling. And it was just, oh man, he's such a funny guy, man. Uh, so, but yeah, man, I hope his, you know, uh, thoughts with his family. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, rest yeah, in man. peace. Rest and in just, peace. Just being impactful, man. It was, it was so clear to see how many people he he impacted, and just wow, just to see the outpouring. And it wasn't like the fluff. Like people had like genuine stories that they would tell. And everybody had like crazy, like whether stories on the road or stories about a show they did together. So you know, like, and it was all like super heartfelt. And it was anybody from a young person in the game to someone in their 50s who just did a, a comedy class for kicks and giggles and you know had uh, uh, uh you know run-ins with him and all that stuff like everyone in between uh it was just like he literally just spent to clearly took the time to to talk to people and give advice and all that and he didn't care what you were yeah. like, and, and it was and he was so passionate loved comedy uh I, I don't really know why he never went out out I, I think he did tour a lot in his younger years um and oddly enough he won the passing from heart condition and he had his great bit about him having a heart condition Oh, okay. um, because he, I think he had a heart attack before. He had like some blood pressure issues and stuff, and he and he wound up passing from a heart attack. But um, he had some hilarious bits, and then uh, also the quotes that people would have. And that's how you know as a comedian, like you know, there's all these comedians where you quote their lines, yep. and the amount of people who just like I saw statuses that were just like lines, and I knew immediately where they had come from. That's dope. It was it was dope. I'm like, oh wow, like I know exactly what they mean by that. Like when I was when I was looking through social media. So so um, how old was he? I don't know, but I, mean, I like want to say late forties, maybe early fifties. Young guy, man. Oh, so like yeah. Mike? I, I want to say, yeah, like he wasn't that old. Like, yeah, it, it, maybe in his fifties, maybe. Maybe you know, black don't crack, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> but, but yeah, definitely he was not 62. like sixty-two. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> but actually, he 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 was sixty-two. I'm like, dude, look, forty-three. <laughs> But yeah, man, he was uh, so so. Shout out to him, man. Genesis, uh, uh, and his family, man. And thoughts thoughts with them, and uh, no matter, yeah, and lost a legend in Orlando this week, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. As and as you're as you're talking there, like to have those kind of people that are probably not, or at least they don't consider themselves to be leaders. Like mm -hmm. that dude was a leader. Yeah, and 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 just the part where you were like. He would tell you what you did wrong, but then also pump you up on things that you did right, which is what leaders should do. Yeah, absolutely, man. right. And, like, and and it's those kind of and it's those kind of people that 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 we look up to. Is there anybody in your life as you were talking about? I was thinking about this. Is anybody in your life that, as you were coming up, was that person or those people that you were 
almost like constantly trying to get affirmations from? Um, for me on a personal level, my yeah. uncles, um, for sure. That was like some of my uncles where I always was like looking for validation, like yeah. in some way, shape, like I, I, I wanted to be cool, you know, in their eyes so bad. And I wanted them to be like proud of me, like so bad. Um, and then, on, and then I've had like professionals, you know, like uh, obviously yep. I've had people where, where, um, you know, I've always looked to them like for, for mentorship or guidance and stuff from that perspective. But I think for me personally, it was like my uncles, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. For me, man, it was like, I think it was the, the there was, there was a few sort of men in my life that was, I was raised by a single mom and, 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 and mom held it down, you know, hundred yeah. percent. Right. She was, she was mom. She was dad. She was everything. Um, but I remember you know, gravitating towards like a few men in my life that, that it was just like always kind of seeking that, that approval, you know, from those guys. Obviously one of them is my, is my biological father. Mm -hmm. Um, and another guy in, 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 uh, in Pennsylvania, I told you that I used, to, I used to go to that fresh air fund and, and the couple that I stayed with, man, the, 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 the guy name is Elvin, um, shout out to Elvin. He is like, he, he was one of the dudes that I was just like constantly, you know, like I would watch him and try to emulate and then not necessarily look for the verbal approval, but, you know, like I, it was almost like I, I didn't want to hear like whether, whether like, you know, good job or, you know, whatever it was. It was always like that trying to trying to emulate somebody that I wanted to sort of be like um, to, to, to get that to get that to approval. Get that validation, yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 it's funny that we do that shit as kids. And we do it as adults. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it never goes away. Never oh. goes away. But then eventually, you become that for somebody, and you don't even know it. I right. think. Yeah, you don't like. It's funny, like going to my, my back to my uncle's thing, where I was kind of like I was a punk kid. Like I was, I was punk. I was kind of whiny. I was crying. And so I do remember them making fun of me a lot. Like, you know, Latino families always make fun of you, right? But so I, I think in a lot of ways that shaped like me really wanting them to like think I was tough or think I was cool or think I was funny or whatever, you know, like, and so it was that, like you said, like just seeking that valley because I thought they were so cool. And so like, right. and, you know, they're like, my uncles are always really handy and they were like, you know, like they like to fish and, and, you know, work on cars or there's, you know, it's like, they were like men, men, you know, like, and it was like, and I, and I was like, when I was kid, I was like, oh, so I'm a punk and they always call me pendejo. Like that was like, like the thing, oh, this kid's a pendejo. Like that was like, bro, they call me pendejo so much. I thought that was my name. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, and so i always seek that dude and i'll never forget i don't know if i had told this story on his pod before but i'll never forget as a as a young teenager man uh one of my uncles I, that i'm really close to man uh he used to take pick me up to go play in the park like play football play yeah. basketball play whatever and he had neighbors that that lived in in the same house uh these kids are like my age and he had grabbed them that day too to come play and so he like grabbed them grabbed me and then we went to the park and we basically played like a pickup football like flag football yeah. kind of thing right uh, and I think actually we started off as tackle because it wasn't very smart initially. But anyway, throughout the course of that day where I'm playing and it's all these like teenage boys, some of them older, some of them younger, some of them younger. I'll never forget that one of the neighbor's kids, I, we got into a little conversation. I don't even remember what it was, man. It was something stupid. It was like within the game. Yep. And I remember feeling like he had punked me, like like oh, yeah. he did something, like hit me. And I went, you know, like and my uncle's there and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a bitch. So like, so I punched the kid. So okay. I, I just took a stab at him and, and like the kid, like he didn't even hit me back. Like I think it almost kind of like shocked him. So I yeah. hit him. His brother's like, whoa, like everybody broke up and didn't go after that. And I'm like hyped in my mind. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, and then I remember looking at my uncle and he looked so disappointed. 
And in my mind, I'm thinking he's going to be like, he's going to be about right, high five. Right. And he was so disappointed in me, man. And then I remember going like, we got in the car and he fucking reamed me, dude. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, this is not what I expected <laughs> at all, dude. I thought we were high-fiving, yeah. we were going for milkshakes, some shit. <laughs> like, like, bro, he reamed me. Like, I mean, reamed me. But in that reaming, I think it was almost better because it, it I mean, it was better. But it, and it was like, I thought. Oh, it's gonna be cool to you know. I punch this kid. We talking about. I'm a man, you know. Like, right. And he was just kind of like, you know, basically like, you, you know, you don't do that. You know, like gave me the whole thing. Like, you, you, you didn't even let it like get into an argument thing. You just fucking punched him. Like, hey. Right. Right. And then he's just giving me the whole thing. Like, you don't pick on. And I didn't see it this way. He was just kind of like, of course you're gonna beat that kid up. And I'm like, he was fucking huge. This kid was fat. Like he was among us. And and it was almost like he was like almost disappointed in me that I would stoop to that level. But then also he almost looked at me as the bully and was just right. like he probably thought like you were thinking this kid was bigger than you, and your uncle probably was looking at you going like, No, you could definitely take him. And I didn't think that at all. Right, you didn't I think, think that. that. And in his mind, it was like, No, you're being a bitch right now. And I was just like, Wow. But I remember that being such a defining moment for me in terms of like i think for the rest of my life man i've almost always looked at because then he gave me this whole thing about like walking away from the com and like right. it's like if you absolutely have like it should be the last thing you do you know? right and, it, like, and like, yeah, like fight if you have to fight if you have to and listen they're the first ones to be like listen if it's going down it's going down like yeah. we'll scrap up but it was almost like dude you gotta if you're gonna be a man you gotta be willing to walk away too and you gotta take your lumps like like whatever it was that we were fighting about i can't even remember what it was but it was just like hey you were wrong too like the other thing is like you were wrong like in the whole thing and i'm right. just like wow but that shit was so defining for me you know from there on out and and i don't even th think that he i told him this story like years later and he yeah. was just like man i had no idea like that of I course felt. bro but i'm just like I was, it just, I think the shock of him going, like, of the, like, immediately when I looked at him, because I'm going, like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm hype, I'm like, let's fucking go, and I looked at him, and I could just tell immediately, he just gave me this look, and I was like, fuck, man, you know how people tell you, like, you, like, like, when your mom or your dad look at you, and disappointment, disappointment is, like, worse, yeah. it's worse, that's bro. what it felt yeah, like, just bro, hit me. and I was like, yeah, I'm like, just beat me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, as I'm listening to you tell that story, man, it's like, yeah, again, I grew up single mom the importance of a male figure in a male's life is so underrated. Oh my God. It is so underrated, man. And I, I can't even describe like, like I said, the, 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 the good male kind of role models in my life are, were so impactful. Yeah. So impactful, man. And, 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 but again, like, but then mom, you know, obviously the, the, the the moms in our lives are are super important too because oh, yeah, yeah. we need we need the fucking hugs and we need to the the you know that 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 nourishment. It's just a different type of, it is of love and 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 affirmation. But right? you like need you can both. count on your mom for that hug yes. and that thing. Yeah, yeah. But you, like you said, you need both, man. You need yeah. both, man. And and so single moms out there and 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 fucking dads that ain't doing what they supposed to do, like yo, be in your kids' life, like no matter what, yeah, because man. that shit is it's so important, man. It's so oh, important. Listen and. It's almost time. We're what a week and a half away from from Father's Day. So you're, oh, gonna, that's right. you're gonna see all the single moms, the little pictures talking about they they mom and dad. Yeah, and, yeah. No, and, no, you're not. Yeah, and then they'll post pictures of their son, and they always dress their son like the dude that left them. <laughs> 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 talking about my little king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
about four people just came to mind. <laughs> you can almost see the Facebook post now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Yayo. <laughs> Lonely asses. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So good. All right, man. My cover for me is going out to Mr. Lionel Messi. Um, Lionel Messi made made a move uh, from the European League over to the, ML, the MLS, which is the U.S. Um, soccer league. Yeah. And he's playing for Inter Miami. So obviously the team is in Miami. Um, and I gave him this carbon footprint because the impact that this guy has had on soccer in as a as a global sport, and then to come over here to MLS, it's probably like the second biggest signing ever, as far as what I can remember. Was it for the first guy was the I can't remember his name now. The Beckham. guy who was married to the Beckham. Yeah, Beckham, Terry Henry was big, uh Slatan Ibramovich was big. Are those guys world? Were those guys worldwide guys? Ibramovich was. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. And then so was um, Terry Henry at that time. T- was big because he was like coming off a World Cup and okay. with France and all that stuff. So he was big. But, but, but as far Beckham as was like, definitely right. The, as the, far as like, like guys that transcended the sport, right? Like like people that are not soccer fans knew Beckham. No Messi, correct, and you know, no, you know, Ronaldo. Yeah. Ronaldo. Like if Ronaldo came over here, that would be that would be. Oh, and I think it's a matter of time. It's it's tra- it's, it's transcendent. I think it's a matter of time. I think Ronaldo ends up like in L.A. or something like that, or even in Miami too. And you end up having this like ridiculous like uh, Ronaldo Messi MLS for a little bit yeah, there, dude, that, yeah. that, and it would be insane. Oof. They um they, they showed uh the number of followers that Inter Miami had prior to the signing. Yeah, and in the moment that they announced it. It increased. It went from like 1.1 million to like 5.5 million. Oh, dude! In in a day. In a day. Do you know that no NFL or NBA team has that many followers or MLB? Or Is that right? Not a single professional sports team in the U.S. has that many followers. I did not know that. Yeah. It's fucking like his impact is insane, and then the ticket prices went from like the cheapest like ticket twenty nine dollars, yeah, to like four hundred to like four hundred something, dude. It's like the effect like where people are just like, oh, pay. I'm like this guy. To your point. There's very few people who transcend like their sport, like international, global, but and also who will move commerce with them. Like Lionel Messi will literally be the economy of a mid-sized country himself just by making that move. Like there's very few people in the history of sports or humans, period, who have that level of impact where you could go and literally entire economies change because of you moving. Like LeBron had this impact in like Cleveland, like Cleveland's. Mm -hmm economy almost was dependent on lebron being on the Cavs because dude from restaurants to bars to you know like tax money locally like everything was more when lebron was there businesses were thriving because people actually wanted to be in the city like he moved like when he left to miami a lot of that anger from that thing was the fact that he took essentially like the economy with him in cleveland in a town that was already struggling right like and Messi is doing this for, I mean, not he's not leaving someone. And I mean, Paris is going to be fine and Barcelona is going to be fine. But yeah, of course. in terms of what he's now going to bring to Miami, but MLS, I think more importantly. Is, is Absolutely. Gonna, because yeah. now, like, I mean, we have the, the Orlando team here, uh-huh. right? So, like, when Messi goes to these different stadiums around the U.S., can you imagine oh, the every kind game of is sold draw out. he's going to have? Every game is sold out. It's crazy. 
Every game is sold out. And like you said, the draw he's going to have, I, which the stadium here, by the way, I don't know if you've gone to the one where the MLS team plays here. In, phenomenal in stadium. Yeah. The, I have not. Phenomenal. It's an awesome, the way they designed it is so much like a European soccer stadium where there isn't a bad seat in the entire place. Like oh, you could okay. be in the nosebleeds and it feels like you're close to the field. Isn't it the one here? The, the, the freaking, it's, not, um, it's not the camping world. No, that's what I'm thinking. They about. have yeah. their own field now. I forget what it's called now, but okay. they have their own um, um, uh, stadium that's specifically just for Orlando City. Oh, wow. Um, and it doesn't seat. So it seats like the Amway, but outdoors. Oh, so, so it isn't small. it isn't huge it's small yeah and it's meant to feel small so like it gets crowded and then it's meant to make the fans feel like they're sort of closer to the field yeah. it's an awesome stadium man it's awesome but those things are getting built now because i think you're gonna see more of those pop up now because of this effect of messi coming and, I, and I would hope they probably i would hope they built it so that they can expand yeah i would hope man because you're gonna have these you know like i think right now they're more worried about you don't want to have a stadium looking empty right like that was the the problem with camping True. world is it sat a hundred thousand people or whatever so it looked you know empty or, wh- or whatever seats and then now so these now are designed for like twenty thousand, maybe 15 and so it gets fuller quicker so right. you build up this this demand i guess essentially yeah for and it. it's essentially i mean it's, it's even the perception right like, yeah like people want to be where people are yeah and the exclusivity. If, if things yeah if things look you know deserted then you're like, oh, that that's not good. Oh, dude, Inner Miami has now become the hottest ticket in Miami. In a town, by the way, which is having a phenomenal year in sports right now. You're talking their teams in the Stanley Cup, the Florida Panthers, yep. the you know Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals. The um the do- F- the Dolphins have stars yeah. on that on that team. The FAU was in the Final Four, not FAU. The FIU was in the Final, Final Four. Four. Miami was in the Final Four too, right? The 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 Dolphins are fielding a great team now. The yep. Marlins are doing decent. Like they're 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 sports. They're having a great sports here. Uh, and now you capped this off with uh, a Lionel Messi man, the yeah. greatest soccer player of all time, arguably. Arguably, um, yep. um, which shit, dude. He, dude. I was watching the stuff and I saw the 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 followers, <clears throat> and then I saw the money that like. He, so he's getting there. Talk about that. He's he's getting. So his contract. I didn't see the details of his actual salary. So there's. I want to say it's, it's it's roughly. I think it's fifty four million, so, which a isn't year a lot for him. For him, what and and compared to what he could have gotten, Correct. not only in a European league, but also didn't the Saudis the Saudi, after him? Right? Yes. Yeah. And the Saudis are like they're throwing bags at not just him at Busquets yeah, they, right now. They at oil money. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you fucking said that because I literally <laughs> sav. Saudi money in my notes, and it says Q Sean with all money. <laughs> that is because every time I read get that all money, that they go, like, every time I read this, I'm like, I gotta hear it in Sean voice. I was like, the fucking the all money, I can't even do it. That shit is so great. Shout out to Dave, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> but those guys are throwing, they just gave Benzema. Uh, Kareem Benzema, who just won the the, the Ballon d'Or, which is like the MVP in, in in the European Soccer League, but they just gave him 215 million per year. Oh wow! Yeah, and then they, dude. So to put that in perspective, for like the U.S. sports crowd, the salary cap for an NFL team is 225 for the entire for the team. entire team. They're giving him 215 a year by himself, and they offered Messi so as a last ditch effort to get yep. him to go. 1.3 billion dollars for three years Get you're talking 400 here, almost bro. 500 million per season to come play in the saudi league which would have put him benzema um 
Ronaldo in the same league, different teams. Yep. And then uh, they're still trying to make a play at Busquets, who's, who could end up in Miami with Messi, actually. I think they're trying to make that oh, play. That right? played with Messi in Barcelona. It would be a, a huge addition to Miami, too. Like, if they pull both of these guys off, like, it's right. going to be... Dude, this, Miami goes from, like, the worst team in MLS, by the way. I was going to say, they, they suck. So they, they're terrible. Yeah. They're fucking horrible. And even with him, they're still not even in the top 10 to favorite to win the MLS Cup. Like, that's oh, how bad wow. they are. So... And then they, they might end up getting this guy. But just the economy of looking at what the, the Saudis are doing with, with some of these players you're going, no one can compete How with do you that. compete with that? Yeah, you, you can't. can't. You, you literally can't, man. You you can't. And leagues learned this week that you can't. Other sport, like, <laughs> it, but, man, Messi, that deal. So unprecedented. So the $54 million gets a gets a rev share from Apple and rev share from Adidas now. Adidas, that's the other one. So yep. Apple's <clears throat> giving him a percentage of all the subscriptions to the MLS Pass. Because uh, they they're the official sort of streamer for that, and then Adidas is giving him rev share for all the merch sold for MLS from his basically from the point he joined forward. Wow! So you're talking, yeah, he turned so down one point three, like league wide, I guess. I think it's league wide. Right? I don't think it's yeah, it's because not, it's not saying, just Miami. No, because you're going to your point earlier. You're going, hey, in my and like in Orlando, I for sure will try to get a ticket to watch him play. Yeah. And you're going, oh, I'm going to a game. I'm going to go buy a jersey. I'm going to go buy a hat. I'm going to go do this. Like, you're going to go and you're going to spend money because you're going to get into the spirit of, of it all. And, like, that's his effect, man. He's literally – this might change the entire dynamics of MLS. And not only that, I think this puts – you know, like, we just had the World Cup. Uh, and, I, I, you know, like, I think that the U.S. was obviously disappointing. And there's keeps you – know, there's always this talk about the U.S. Oh, they're so close. Oh, they're so close. I think something like this is what you need to get us there uh, maybe in the next decade. Because I think what you want are these 12, 13-year-olds, 10-year-olds watching Messi now here going, well, shit, I want to go play soccer and I want to sign up for soccer. Right. And then you'll they'll build better soccer programs and, you know, you'll start playing soccer in inner cities. And, you know, and in, I think what you need is just kids more interested in soccer in the U.S., which we're just not. Um, and so I think something like this does that. So if like 10 years from now you see U.S. in a World Cup and they're getting to the round of eight, you know that's going to be a messy effect right. because uh, I I think there's there's just no way around that. So yeah, man, this is huge. There's so many stats just monetarily that are just mind blowing <laughs> right now that I'm yeah. Just no, like, I'm, I'm actually anxious to see. I'm going to pay attention this year of of like stadium capacities um, or, or or rather attendance. You know, to the games as that team travels around the different cities. Oh my god, that'll be that'll be so interesting. To there see. is no way that he doesn't sell out every appearance. There's no way. Like I'm, uh, uh, like he sells out in every city he goes to. I think you're gonna get a chance to see the greatest soccer player of all time. Arguably, like the, you can't get around. Like remember when Kaká came to Orlando? I don't know if you remember. Kaká was a no. big. He was so he's a Brazilian superstar, like stud okay. in the soccer world. When he came to Orlando, Orlando was selling out a lot of their games just because people came to watch him. And, you know, like it had a few years here or whatever. I, I guess somewhat disappointing tenure didn't work out the way they thought. But he was a big enough name or jaw. Like Kaká at the time would have been like adding um, – I don't want to say Neymar, but maybe early Neymar. Like okay. when we got Kaká, it was like unexpected. Like yeah, he was he wasn't like in his prime prime, but he wasn't like washed. And so it was one of those things where it was like okay, this is another big name, and then they were selling out everywhere. You know, David Beckham would sell out everywhere he went, and David Beckham, I guess you could argue, was more famous for not playing soccer than yeah. he is for soccer at this point in time. Um, 
I don't see how Messi doesn't sell out. I, I think I almost look at this like a farewell tour when like Kobe is coming into town or if LeBron announces he's retiring next year and he comes to play and you're like, you're going to go watch. That's my next question. Yeah. How many years do you think that he has left well, to play? He's 36. So I think he could play another four years, maybe four years. Easy. Yeah. If he want, I think it's really up to him. Like, I think he could I don't play like, two. what is, what is soccer players typically like, wh- when do they stop playing? So it depends on the position at his position. You're usually done. Because of his position, you're a striker or you're forward. You're you're like you're you're, you're, you're the decline. more athletic. So yeah, you're on the decline because you're playing more forward. You're doing yeah. stuff. But the defenders play into their forties. Oh, like wow. even midfielders, I've said, I think, uh, uh, and center backs like play into their forties. They're like you could those guys keep themselves obviously in phenomenal shape. Yeah. And so you'll see uh, uh, people in the Premier League and in the Spanish league play into their forties. Like it's it's not uncommon. Would he change positions? Is that a thing? No. No, huh? Dude, I think even him at his age, he's still top five best strikers at that position in really? MLS. Yeah. Like it actually he might be top three. Like I might be insulting to him. He didn't he had a so so two years in Paris. Obviously a lot some of that is skill decline because of the age. You know, some of that is just like the, you know, systems or whatever you want to call yeah. it and all that. I think in MLS, it'll be interesting to see if he just gets reinvigorated. And it's almost, bro, this would be like LeBron going to play in the French League. Like, that's what this would be like. Yeah, it would just be, like, the level of dominance. Like, you see how Dwight Howard is dominating in Taiwan right now? Oh, That's what this would be like. Yeah, Yeah, for it should be like. Now, obviously, I think MLS is a little more competitive than the Taiwan Basketball League. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, man. Dude, Dude, but... Sticking with the whole Saudi money thing, did you see the the, the merger with the PG? I know you're not a golf guy, but I'm not a uh, golf guy, I'm not a soccer guy either. But yeah, I did see. I just saw the headline that that the PGA and the and the LIV um, they merged, right? Yes, they merged. So for those, you know, again, it won't bore you with too much like golf talk, but LIV or Live uh, started. It's a Saudi backed league that started maybe two years ago. Um, and it's competing with the PGA Tour directly. Like it was a yeah, doing the same thing doing and, the same and, thing. and taking taking talent from taking PGA. talent, paying them more money yep. and and making it more fun. Like frankly, like their dress code was like super lenient. Like you could wear shorts. Oh, really? So you're seeing guys wearing shorts. Um, you're seeing like fans sort of on the course. Is that a, little a thing, better. man? You, you can't, can't wear, wear shorts, shorts in the PGA. PGA? Oh no, you I mean, wear shorts in the PGA. Yeah, I never watched golf. Bro. No, but 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 golf is very snooty and stuffy still. Yeah, very yeah, much yeah. So. Liv came in and was like, Nah, you can be the cool dude. You can wear the whatever hat you can wear colorful shirts you can wear shorts you can wear yeah, whatever yeah. sneakers like and so Liv started doing that and then they had all these wild like rules about how you can play and who's allowed on the course and all this shit so it was like a party it was like a frat party like but it made it fun like and a lot of these and they were paying like stupid money yeah so a lot of these guys took the live money because they were like phil mickelson like probably the biggest star i guess in terms of like uh uh a notoriety historically like he but getting older dude yes but still got a few hundred million dollars from live i want man i want to say 400 i i gotta go really? back and look phil mickelson got stupid money to go play live it at 50 or whatever yeah. he is now he and then he is was he 50 bro yeah dude phil mickelson's gotta be in that's his true 50. tiger's in his is tiger in his 40s late 40s yeah yeah right yeah tiger's late 40s okay. so so phil mickelson is up there he got like 400 million or whatever it was to go play people reamed him and it was just, and then there was all this controversy about him. But I think more importantly, they were offering guys so much money that people were jumping ship. And then the sort of purists of the romantics were like, well, no, how can you leave the PGA? Like right. they were loyal to the PGA. The records are held by the PGA, all this sort of stuff. It would be like MLB. Tomorrow, somebody starts a new baseball league. Now, yeah. suddenly, does a home run record mean anything anymore? If you win championships there, Ooh, does it count as a World true. Series? You know, like that, like NBA. Oh, Jordan has six rings, but you got seven in this new league. Like maybe people wouldn't right. look at it the same, right? So- 
that's what people did with 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 live and then they were offering so much money so they took and so now it became this war because the guys in live still qualified for pga tournaments so they would still run into each other and they would still have matches against each other and all that but these guys took a massive amount of money to go play fun golf and by the way i can still enter the majors in the pga because of the way they their rules work behind qualifications gotcha. okay so this week I'll give you all that story to tell you that a lot of people stayed loyal to the PGA yep. and the PGA was adamant that this shit was terrible for golf, that these guys were were sort of impeding on the ground and they weren't good for the sport, yada, yada, right. yada. Uh, and then this week they merged. Now, why did they merge? I think at the end of the day, the the plain answer is, is that if you're the PGA, you can't compete with Liv. Like on a like long term, all so, you have- why would they merge? Why would they merge? Like how would that, how would that benefit Liv? I think if you're live, you get the benefits of, okay, so now we're PGA sanctioned. So do you get the benefit of the Masters and the US Open and that sort of stuff like your players? So live is still, if I understand this correctly, and they're saying they're still working out the details, yep. like they haven't even decided what it's going to look like. I feel like it's going to be like a National League, American League thing or NFC, uh, AFC type okay. thing where they're going to be two be different leagues, dope, actually. but it's going to probably be really dope. But now if you're a golfer like Rory McIlroy, who was adamant, who was loyal, who was like, fuck mm -hmm. live, PGA, da -da 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 -da, right. and you turn down, I think Rory McIlroy was offered something like four or $500 million from live <laughs> a year ago, two years ago, and he turned it down. Right. And now the organization that you defended just merged with them. Bro, how much money do you have to make to turn that down? You know, I'm like, like how comfortable is your life to go, nah, I'm gonna stay loyal. Yeah, you figure Rory McIlroy is probably worth a couple hundred million dollars, or at least a hundred million dollars. I agree. So to him, but still, to maybe go, he's like, I've got enough. Yeah, maybe you get you're at that at that point, but but you have to love golf, <laughs> or you gotta love the you gotta love the you know it's it's kind of like the the like the baseball guys, the ones that the, like the purists, the one that don't want things to change, and you know don't like the flipping of the bat. And, and the things that are kind of fun about baseball, yeah, I kind of felt that way about when when these guys were were sort of downing the the live organization and and was going like, oh, we're gonna stay, you know, true to the PGA. That's what it was. Yeah, it's literally that. And 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 they're like, okay, cool. You don't want our hundred million dollars because we'll find people. And people took it. Like a lot of people took it. Yeah. And now if you didn't, you basically just missed out because you could have taken that money and now you end up on the PGA anyway. So because they're not gonna make you whole, right? Like right. now these leagues merge. You're basically all now one in the same. You could have left and gotten that payday and now still wound up back yeah. in this same scenario. Like you feel stupid if you're real. And, and I mean, in his press conference yesterday, he didn't look happy at all. They had a press <laughs> because he was the most outspoken golfer. Right. And he was basically like, yeah, I've got to come to like, I got to reconcile to myself that like he go and he goes like, y'all saw the number like, <laughs> like, and I, and I stood up for this organization yeah, that are I mean, hypocrites. It was generational now, money, man. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't care how much money you have, bro. Like, dude, I don't know who who's the who's an up and coming, I guess, superstar in the NBA right now. If if you took, I don't know, took Steph Curry five years ago and a a a, a league overseas, uh, like like, like ja, ja Morant minus the guns. Yeah, you took Ja Morant minus the guns right now, or maybe with the guns, the Saudis, <laughs> <laughs> the Saudis go. <laughs> we'll give you. We'll give you you know, three hundred million dollars in flight lessons, then you might go. <laughs> but they might, dude. If you're John Morant, and the Saudis offer you four or five hundred million dollar contract that you can't get in the NBA, like, do you leave? Five hundred million dollars. Yeah, dude. 
and you still get yeah, to you keep leave, your Nike bro. endorsements and you still get to keep all yeah, this yeah, other you stuff. leave. You have to, right? But now you have to decide what's more important to you from your basketball career. Is it an NBA championship? Is it an MVP there? That, that? Right. Or the Saudi League champion? Like, how big is your ego that you go, I want that or I want the $500 million? Because I know what my answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like, yeah, if you're these golfers, you have to be pissed that you didn't take that payday, man, out of loyalty to the PGA. And then the PGA was so just, dude, the way the PGA downgraded this thing and then to merge is so crazy, bro. It's like... It's it's it was hypocritical. I understand it, but it's also why you like let that be a lesson of why you shouldn't go like out and publicly and just like completely demean these guys because you just never know what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen. And yep. I think at the end of the day, the PGA realized like we can't compete with that money. Like they're not playing, they're not running a league for profit. You can't compete with that. Right. You can't compete with the the sovereign dude and 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 the the kind of money that exists over there that 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 oil money. Nah, nah, do it right. <laughs> Let me get some of that oil money. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that oil money is like, you know, like it, it was, they always talk about like the the Jeff Bezos and the Elon Musk of the world, right? And 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 the Bill Gates of the world. And and these guys have like uh uh like their wealth is quantified. Correct. Those guys don't report shit. You can't quantify the dude. If you're it's, willing to give multiple soccer players three two you know 100 million dollars a year whatever it is you have an ungodly amount of money yeah, that it's crazy, isn't bro. that we don't know the number for right like it probably doesn't exist it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's dude they're literally the last it's so funny man because you're seeing this they're almost gonna end up owning owning everything like everyone's looking at like china yeah, and like Saudi Arabia, man, is gonna end up like I know that I know WWE didn't sell to them, but they were one of the few bidders who could afford it. Oh, is that and right? Almost bought them, and then you're looking at what they're offering these athletes and stuff. Like how how long before they do offer someone like a John Morant? How long before they do like go and I mean it's it's an like you can't compete. It's just an ungodly amount of money, and it's almost unlimited. It's like they're printing it. It's really yeah, strange. Nuts, like like I don't think I think the richest people in the world have to be there, and we just don't know the amounts. Like you said, they're you yeah can't right. Quantify it. like it's just they're probably worth trillions and trillions of dollars. Like I hear stories all the time about those guys dropping fifty to hundred mil out of spite, like buying like a painting so that the other guy doesn't get it because they don't like him. And I'm like, you know what? You know the level. A fuck you money you gotta have to drop fifty <laughs> mil on a painting just so someone else doesn't have it. You don't even like art, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's the level of money that these guys have, man. Yeah, it's, it's nuts, it's, bro. It's crazy, man. Dude, speaking of, you just mentioned the WWE um, this week. The Iron Sheik, um, who was uh, WWE, WWF, which is right. World, World Wrestling Federation um, superstar back in the eighties, uh, probably the seventies and eighties. Man, I only remember yep. him from when I was a kid. Um, he died this week at 81 years old. I don't um, think he was that old, man. That's no, surprising, me neither, man. man. And um, so he was actually a, an Iranian native. That's right. Right. So, and and he was during a time when, like, um, he was there before, like Hulk Hogan comes into the WWF. Okay. So there was a, there was a guy that that I watched as a kid, um, and and was a fan of. His name was Bob Backlund, and he was a champion. And the Iron Sheik ends up beating him. And I remember, I remember as a as a kid, like being really fucking sad that really? Bob Backlund lost to this to this guy who wasn't an American. 
who wasn't in America. <laughs> well, you got to think about it, bro. So, so the Iron Sheik played a he played a great role, right? So he's he comes out with the uh, with the thing, you know, the what do you call that? The it's, turban. I don't even know. Yeah, I guess it's not a it's not a turban. Yeah, yeah, it's the head wrap though. It's yeah. the head wrap with that that kind of that kind of flows down. So he played that that role, and like so he won the WWF Championship from Bob Backlund, um, and that was in '83. And then he's also like tag team champions with um, this guy Nikolai Volkov, who was Russian. This is during the Cold War, which is crazy. But this is all okay. Right, so think about this. This this is all during the Cold War time. Is this pre? Because Iran was there was a point there where Iran was like the mech, like people like Hollywood would go there to like hang. Like Iran was like really oh, really, really big, and then it no, and then it flipped. And maybe it was the Cold War is when it flipped when it got like I forget. So one of their leaders died, or someone there politically died, and then okay. it just sort of fell into shambles. But before that, it was like. People, it was almost like like what, what how we treat Dubai now, where everybody goes to Dubai for the hang oh, and all shit, that shit. Like that. Iran was that. I want to say 60s, man, 70s. Okay. And then, like, I think the, the Cold War shit happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cold War was really between us and, and Russia. Correct, yeah. Right, but 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 I but I believe, like, Iran was friends with Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During, during the time, right? So, like, it, it kind of played into these guys as being heels in the WWF. And um and, and so this guy just played his played his role like to, to the max. His finishing move was the camel clutch. That's funny and racist <laughs> as fuck. Right? And I go like, yo, you you could probably never fucking use that now. Because oh, no. it is, right? It's, it it seems very like very sort of sort of <laughs> so great though. But it was essentially like this this move where he would sit on on like the guy's lower back, bring his shoulder, bring the guy's shoulders up over his knees, and then grab his neck and pull. Mm. So essentially you're just wrenching your just back. Ren- okay. Um so that dude, man, and then and then there was a couple of things that I, that I, that I that I remember when I reading the article. Um, he had, so I didn't know this. He started back in seventy two at the same time Ric Flair started. Damn. And then the other thing that I remember, man, was um, he had this. Th- there was a guy. There was another wrestler called Sergeant Slaughter. I remember him. Remember him? Yeah. He had like the army fatigues on. He was like the, yeah, he was like, he was like the, the, the American, like, like soldier type, uh, character. Yeah. And, and they had this, uh, like, like, like a boot camp match where they were, you know, just beating the hell out of each other. Right. And so slaughter was around back then. Yeah, man. That that shit was 84. Fuck man. So I was like 10 years old during that time, man, watching this shit, thinking it was real when it wasn't. Yeah. Dude, I watched it. So, so when I read this article, man, there was a there was a YouTube clip of the Bob Backlund, like the end of the Bob Backlund um Iron Sheik match. Okay. It's so bad, bro. It's like like clearly it's bad. So bad, bro. It's <laughs> It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's so bad, man. I, it's funny that I to think back to that time, and I remember, like, I wanted. It's, it's like you know, it's you know, it's fake, but you want to believe it's real. Yeah, it's one of those things. You're kind of in denial. Yeah, you're like I don't want to know the answer because <laughs> I was obsessed with wrestling too as a kid. Like, I mean, and, I, and obviously we we knew it was fake, but yeah, you wanted to believe that it was like, yeah, the outcome wasn't predetermined and yeah. all this stuff. Like, yeah, the dudes would bleed and shit, and you'd be like, oh, that's real. Yeah, but the, the but the, blood but was the cutting real for was some of them. real. Yeah, them. right. For some of them, they would legitimately cut, cut themselves. Them. Like I know Ric Flair was notorious for that. Yes. Like he was like, oh, oh man. That, that dude bled in like every match. Yeah. 
all the time for no, just, <laughs> just no reason. They'd be like, Rick, we ain't hit you yet. Be like, Woo! <laughs> 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 you know, he has a fucking, he has a, 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 a brand of weed out now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's, think, I I think it's called Woo. Rogan. It's called like Woo Juice Woo? or some shit like that. Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's not what you want from weed. <laughs> last thing I need is weed to make me go, woo! <laughs> Shit is not laced with the proper <laughs> ingredients if it's making you do that. <laughs> Yo, man, switch gears, bro. You know where, um, you, have you seen, uh, you seen New York this week, bro? Yo, that yeah. shit. New York looks like it's, there's like a nuclear war up there. Bro, like Mars? Oh, yeah. It does. Oh, it like Mars. Like oh, Mars. That's a fucking, that's, that's a great. <laughs> that looks great. That's a great uh, description for it. So for those of you who not have not watched the news, um, there's been some Canadian wildfires in, in Quebec. They're talking about like 150 forest fires and like 110 of them are out of control. And because of the way the wind is is blowing, essentially, it's like affecting that whole like New England area, New York, New Jersey is getting it too. It's like hundreds of miles Phil- away, I, I, which is Philly crazy. was getting it too, man. Yeah, like, dude, dude, the entire East Coast is like they've been canceling games this week and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Like, it's weird, man. Like, and the pictures look fake. Yeah, no, it it looks like a like a like like a post apocalyptic time. Man. Yeah, like, dude, bro. And I'm like, easy solution in New York to fix this shit, bro. You just flavor that shit with some mango guava, and then you have all the hipsters outside inhaling that shit like it's vape. <laughs> <laughs> Should have be gone by morning, bro. <laughs> Let's go to Brooklyn, pick up some. <laughs> Dude, but they're saying that they, this, like the, I guess the the air quality is the worst in history, or sorry, in recorded history. What is the worst in recorded history of bro? New York or in New York? Okay, in New York. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant like. So they're saying like like the index for for New York is normally around a hundred, and 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 I guess the the higher the number, the worse the the worse okay. it is. Um, so it's normally around a hundred. It shit is at it was at three fifty three on Wednesday afternoon, and this shit is supposed to hang around in, like through the weekend. There was people. There's people in New York. So the people wearing like the COVID mask. Yeah, but I saw somebody. Uh, I saw a clip of somebody wearing like a real gas mask. Oh. And they were advising people like, yo, don't go outside if you don't have to. But you know, it's fucking summertime in New York and everybody don't got to see Yeah, you Yeah, you have to open your window. You yeah, have... bro. Wow, dude. Bro, holy shit. So who do you sue 10 years from now when everybody gets something? <laughs> Canada. Canada? Like, do you just <laughs> yo, keep your four hey, fives to yourself? Yeah, owe us anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's what's that mesothelioma commercial like? <laughs> Were you affected by the forest fires? There's no bear, it's a moose. <laughs> Dude, you know what, man? This week I finished watching that fucking uh, The Last of Us. Okay. Speaking okay. of like post-apocalyptic time. Yeah, for real. Bro. I'm like, man. So I, I finished watching it. I, I know I'm way behind. Um. So I hated it. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> I fucking hated it, bro. But I found a lot of things about it interesting, man. I thought like like the the whole like the scenarios of living in like a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. You know, like where there's like, you know, the collapse of governments, um, really the collapse of society. 
so those of you who are not have not seen this, um, The Last of Us essentially is there is a there's a there's a fungus that infects humans and makes them into I'll call them zombies, right? Yeah. They're they're in like a like a like an undead state yeah. essentially. And so and and and, and, and if they bite you, like you get it. So there's all this like no government, it's lawlessness, people forming their own tribes. Um, there's not really much to live for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the like, world's falling apart. Like yeah. Right. Like there was that there's, And there's, there's death around every corner. So like Yeah, right. And 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 this and this, so there's some people that are that are kind of like you know, kind of wandering around and just trying to like sort of trying to stay safe and stay alive. And then there's there's like pockets of like maybe like small villages or towns or or even maybe bigger societies that that kind of have some law and order. But it's like if you're not part of that, or if you weren't part of that from the beginning, then the, you're, you're frowned upon. There's these when well, everybody's cautious about letting outsiders in because right. people have been stealing and murdering that and, or, too, you're or you're sick. sick. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's nuts, man. And 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 I know you you know you asked me to 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 watch this thing through the end because there's, I appreciate you sticking it out. I stuck it out. <laughs> I, I stuck it out. I, I will say this, man. I fell asleep on every episode, Damn. not not entirely, but I would I would like doze off and wake up and do like I you just tired. I fall asleep on everything, <laughs> even if I like it. <laughs> so in the last episode, um. There's a girl in there that's kind of like immune, mm-hmm. and she can basically they, they they can use her to create a, a, a an anti or, like a vaccine a vaccine sorry yeah. yeah and then the main character that's traveling with her to try to get her to this hospital um, finds out that she's probably gonna die yeah they have to kill her almost in to order get- to get the stuff that they need because it's in her brain. I think it's in her brain or the bone marrow. I couldn't- like, I think it's in her brain. I think it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It is a brain surgery. Yeah, yeah. And and But but essentially, she's not going to survive. Right. So then he basically like goes Rambo, kills everybody, and takes her. Yeah, so society right. gets no her. cure. Correct. Potentially. And he takes off of her, which she doesn't know. Which is a different conversation, but right, he doesn't really well, give I her think a that choice, she, right? But I think that she knows that he's lying. Yeah, right. She suspects it, but she didn't get a choice in the. I yeah, I'm willing to die for everybody, right? Because when on their way over there, she's going like, "Yo, I, like I have this purpose, and I'm gonna go do this," right? Not knowing she's gonna give her life, right? And then they, it's not like they walk her through the. Hey, you're when we do this, you're gonna die. She just they put her to sleep to do the surgery then he right. finds out and then so like she doesn't even know but he just goes no like because he's almost at this point he loves her like a daughter so he's like which by the way he lost a daughter correct early on so this one seems to have become like his daughter like the replacement like, like, like the he replacement. spent his whole life shunning people and sort of staying away you could tell sort of not building maybe deep relationships like right. that especially with like with but people remind him i guess of his daughter and then he sort of becomes a father figure to her. I think starts to look at her as like a daughter. And the game, the show is based on a video game. The video game does a much better job, I think, of establishing that relationship throughout. Um, to where when you do get to that part, you're torn. Like, 
Okay. Because you know, in the game, you're sort of making the decision. I mean, you have you have to make the choice, right, to to go through with it and not have the surgery or whatever for her. But you're almost like, oh my god, like when they're telling you, and, and you're like, you're like, fuck, what is he gonna do? You know, he's got to sacrifice this girl. Yeah. And, and so you're actually torn in that moment. But it does like like back in the question, like even if like in your life, like right now, like if we were in that scenario and you had to sacrifice one of your kids for the world like from humankind like forget the world right for, 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 for like mankind. humankind for mankind like for, yep. like from here on out like i don't know i think it's different when it's actually your kid correct so i know you said that the video game does a better job of like i guess stringing it not stringing it along but i think it's just establishing wrong. that relationship that and making you care about the character like the show is definitely rushed uh, where the video game you spend so, I mean you spend hours like like you know 20 plus 30 plus hours with these characters and with the same story same dialogue same but it's it's dragged out a little longer and so you've grown attached to them and you've grown attached to the relationship and you've grown attached to you know like the, like just the whole um, dynamic like between them two yep. and, and, and so they, it grows on you and so when you get to that point it is like watching a real father daughter thing where you are like torn, like and like like the show to me did a bad job, and I love the show, uh, but I think it did a bad job of establishing that relationship in season one and making you care that much when it got to that choice. Like and maybe they could have done more to make me to make me sort of care more, um, but I didn't think when when I saw him start to sort of go Rambo and 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 which I thought was unrealistic. Because yeah. he just he literally went like Rambo style, and there are soldiers inside of the hospital, and he kills everybody. Yeah, in order to get in order to get the girl, I was like, I I more saw it as she was like she knew she was going there. She didn't know she was gonna die, but she knew she was going there with a purpose. And I think two reasons. I think that like for me, as I put myself in that position, I was like. A, there's probably no way I'm getting you out. I'm probably gonna die. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought, I thought that part was unrealistic. So I go putting myself in that position, even feeling the strong feelings for the girl. I was like, there's no way that I'm that I'm killing fifty guys to get to her. But let's remove that the scenario. If you knew today, let's say you're in that situation with one of your own kids and they're like, yo, if you get them to Seattle and the doctor there can, you know, if they, if your child is really immune and we can get the vaccine from them, but they won't survive it, but you could save humankind. Are you taking the trip? Are you even giving your child a chance to make the decision? Probably not. No, right? No. And that's what like, it's funny. And here, and and for that, for that way, I, I, I would just go. No, like my kid was just, he's a lucky one and he's going to be, and he's immune. Yeah. Like find someone else. Like here's a blood sample. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to go extract something that's going to, that's going to kill him. And it's like, no, like why should he, like, I get it for mankind, but I, but I go, we all have a right to live. Right. And so, and so because he was a lucky one, he gets to die so that everybody else can live. No, I don't think that I would. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. If it's my own kid, no, I don't do it. Yeah, I think I wouldn't 
no, I don't think I know I wouldn't do it either. But it's funny, right? Like I go down to, to your point, and I love this about you know, like it's funny. Like I'm, I love like The Walking Dead. Yeah, and and it's not the zombie thing. It's the it's like what you were touching on earlier. It's the human condition of what happens. It's so realistic with these shows capture on if society fell this is what's gonna fucking happen like oh like yeah the, these bro. pockets of like micro towns yep. and people being protective and we're going back to savages and you know like like it's kill or be killed like it's literally that type of society and so in that scenario though now you go you have a kid who could potentially or a group believes is the answer and you're like fuck no but now on top of all the issues you already have you're these people Maybe they get to them anyway. Like now you're spending the rest of your life protecting your kid over people who are going to go after them relentlessly because they think they can save the world. Like there's all these like layers of it where I just kept where like when I thought about it, I'm like, hell no. Like I would never, I wouldn't even tell my kid, right? Like, because I wouldn't even want to get them a chance. Right. And then, and then like, I, and then I kept thinking about everything like, fuck man, now the rest of your life, you're like either in hiding or, you know, you're going off somewhere, you're like, because yeah. you have to protect this child, and then you have to have these conversations, well, why do we live up here? Well, we're running from the zombies, but it's like, are we really, like, what? you know, like, the, you know, like, even throughout the show, she doesn't even tell people that are here that, that she can't get infected, right? Like, remember, they right. keep it, like, really low-key, because it's like, they're almost afraid of what people are going to think, either they're going to be like, oh, fuck that, you got bit, or they might take her, you know, like, who knows, like, yeah. because she's such a high-value asset, I guess, at this point. I, I started going down this rabbit hole, man, of that, of like, man, what is your, your life's already sucks, like you were saying. And there was a, there was an episode in the show where a brother um, uh, loses his younger brother and then yep. he ends up offing himself because he's like, what the fuck do I have to live for? Like, I, like you see that suicide, you're like, that makes sense. That makes like, sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're just like, I don't, dude, I don't, in that world, yeah. total sense. In that, yeah. in that world, absolutely. And, and, but you know what? Even then, I was going, I don't know that I would kill myself. I don't think so either, but it's like one of those things where you go, ah, I get What's it. What's there to live His for? purpose was his brother. All the hell Correct. he had gone through in the last, you know, whatever. Trying to protect his trying brother. Trying to protect his brother. And I, and, and so I, I started going, oh, that's what your life now becomes. Like what, what he was when they were hiding and they yes. were trying to get out of the town and all stuff. But I go, but you're not safe anywhere because you're like, you're worried about zombies. You sort of need help of people maybe like, cause you want to live, you know, with, but then you got to keep this secret for you. Like, and it's like inevitably someone's going to come around because they know the girl exists. Like I started going, Oh gosh, you're this guy again. Does this end up with you offing yourself later? Because they wound up like killing your, you know, like, oh, or kidnapping right. or, or kidnap, you know, right? like, yeah. yeah. So don't, and because, like, he, Cause he had lost his like significant other previous to that. Yes. He loses his daughter. He loses his daughter. He loses his chick. Yep. And then he and then and then the girl becomes kind of his purpose and, and and she really clings to him like like a father. So that love that drives that selfishness, like us, like 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 you know, and, and we've had this conversation before. Like I like as as a father, like to a to a, a daughter, I go like there isn't a woman in your life that's ever gonna have like your heart the way like your daughter has, right? So like you're gonna go the selfishness that you sort of have in that moment because you love your daughter so much it does it end up going in vain because you end up dying protecting her anyway and then she ends up they end up getting to her anyway and killing her and getting a cure and all that stuff and so like there, do you i guess for you do you feel valiant and that like i'm willing to die for the cause i don't know what happens sort of after that fact right. anyway like in my mind it wasn't in vain and so does it then just become an ego selfish thing for you uh, you know like there's yeah, all this shit yeah, where i'm just yeah. like look like do i end up in the same place anyway and now for nothing because i'm dead too like like right. it's just like but then do i want to live you know like it's just all this 
Yeah, and and you know if he if he doesn't if he doesn't go on the on the killing spree and 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 save her, right? Mm-hmm. He just walks away and what wanders the earth, or maybe maybe he goes back to where to his, where his brother, brother was. was. Yeah, which that was interesting too, bro. So there was there's a village that they come on, that they come across where his brother is at, and everybody's kind of doing their part. And they all share in, uh, in like the ownership of everything. And so, his, his he, the guy goes, "Oh shit!" So you guys are communists. And his brother goes, "Oh, like what, what do you mean? Like we're not communists? Like, like, like they're Americans, right? We're not. We're not communists." And then his, the the brother's wife corrects him, and she's like, "Yeah, this is a commune." And she's kind of like a leader of the yeah. of the whole commune, basically. But I looked at that man, and I was like, "Yo." Communism in itself is is not a bad idea in small patches like that. Where you can if you can get a community that all knows each other and and and, and literally cares about one another, communism works. Yeah, like at that at that little scale. At that, of, at that yeah, small yeah, yeah. scale. I think it's when you when you branch it out and you and now you're going, well, wait a minute. So like I'm putting in all this work. But, you know, Joe Blow, like three states away that I don't know, I don't care about, like he and I are equal and, you know, and he does this, whatever, there's these menial tasks. Yeah. I think that for communism to work, I thought about that as I was watching it. I'm like, communism to work like it, I feel like you have to, you have to literally care about the other people that you are sharing ownership with. Right. You, it has to feel like ownership for you all. It has to feel like a company that you guys all own. Yeah. And if you don't each do your part and take up the same amount of resources and all that stuff, then it crumbles right. apart. Dude, so you figure like it's it, the only way it works is like it either has to be really tiny or you got to have four billion people. There's no in between because China figured it out with four billion people. <laughs> <laughs> but even not for nothing, man, even even China is not like even China and Russia from, from what I've read is like they're not like true communist states. No, there's a name for it. It's there's a level. It's a type of communism. I should know this, but th- there's, there a, are, there's a word for the type there of There are people within the organization that are more well-off than others. Yeah, correct. Like, it, it isn't North Korea or, or, like, Cuba or that level of communism. There's some some other ones in it, but, like, it isn't that. But it is a, I guess, almost dictatorship, like, where you move as you're told. You know what I mean? Like, you, right. yeah. So, but there isn't, I guess there isn't, like, you know, the rations of you get X amount of toilet paper and X amount of rice and that's X the way amount it is in Cuba, thing, which right? that's how it is in like Cuba. I think, you know, North Korea, you whatever you get like rats oh, yeah, yeah, or whatever. I don't think you get shit in North Korea. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. But so, the, I mean, like I said, uh, I didn't, wasn't my favorite show. Um, but definitely like, <laughs> that's so like, heartbreaking. Cause I'm I loved sorry, it man. so much, but I can see, but like, I can definitely see it was why. interesting interesting like scenarios of of watching this shit and going like yo if if the shit broke down if our society broke down and there was like no government and because of because of this kind of disease or or whatever you want to call it um i could see i could see that being real Dude, we saw we got a glimpse of it during covid right the 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 resistance to the government the the people who started but it was still in place no absolutely but you can like you imagine at that scale where where like if that if covid had gone on for 
two, three years. And oh the deaths are sort of accelerating, not decelerating. Right. And then now you, you can totally see a scenario where people start quarantining themselves, maybe in a gated community. And now these people are making runs for the food. And now, like, you can totally see that start becoming. And then, uh, like, yeah, so what you fuck mean. the government. You know what I mean? Like, and you can see the, here's the resistance. And then here's, you know, like, and here's the new order. Like, here's the government that wants you guys to, like, hey, nobody fucking leave. Like, you don't do anything. We'll drop off food in front of you. Like, like. You can, like, during COVID, you got that glimpse of between the people who are like, man, fuck them. They don't know what they're talking about. And then they're like, no, we have to, you know, do what they say. And then, you know, you're like, yeah. people in between. Yeah. And obviously, we didn't have like that scale of destruction, but you can sort of see how, can you imagine if that just dragged out a couple of years and it got worse, not better over time? And right. it just kept going and going and going. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, we're. We're almost like as human beings, I feel like we're almost itching for a reason to go back to being animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if that makes it's sense. like no, like it's like, but like, no, it's I think it's true in in the in the fact that we're not that far from that, mm -mm. bro. We're a fork away from like being just savages, like it, it, and we're we're capable of so much shit because it also begs the question, like. In those communities, right? You always had like, like okay, the 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 community. I think second to last episode, they they have the community with the cannibals, and you have that leader who's like the priest yeah. or the the pastor. Oh yes, yes, of yes. the group, and you have this like, he's a. Did I really cannibals though? I mean, they're involuntarily right. Like, like yeah, they yeah. can't find fucking food, so they're cooking so other they humans. Eat, yeah, so they, so, they, so they eat each other, but. I think that they the, don't know, right? The people that are eating it don't know. Correct. There's like He's a few, doing. couple of maybe like two people that know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, and he is like the the the, the priest guy who's like the leader and yeah. who's basically it's turning kinda them. It's kind of cultish. It's very much cultish. Like, but it begs a question. Like he's a fucking psychopath, but he kept them alive, right? And he kept them civil, and he, you know, like you go. It, you know, as much as like, again, you, you go back to this world of like this lawlessness and, and, you know, us being animals, but you go, you need, and, and the walking dead brought about this, like really sort of like unique question too. When in, in season two, walking dead, he ends up killing his best friend. Okay. And his best friend, because his best friend's like a fucking monster. Like he's like, nope, like, like you have no mercy. Like it's kill or be killed. Like he's going, and they have this conflict because the other guy's like a cop and, and, and he's like very moral and he wants to do things the right way. And he wants okay. to save people. And he doesn't want to, you know, like, and so they have this conflict. And anyway, he winds up killing essentially his best friend. And as the show goes on, he's becomes what his best friend was already telling him you need to be like you need to stop being fucking nice you need to be a killer you need uh, to be a savage okay. and, he, and it's like this world demands, demands that, that for you to be a uh to, for you to survive yeah and it's fascinating to see it's like no that's exactly what happened i i think jordan peterson has like this amazing quote where like um uh, that i love and i'm gonna paraphrase it's like something like he he goes like you want like, people are always trying to tell you, like, you know, don't be a monster. Don't be the savage. Like, learn how to, you know, like, like, like don't do that. Go to this. Like, um, you know, learn how to how to have empathy and work and, and with other people and be nice. And, and, and he's like, fuck that. You need to be a stone cold, absolute beast, like a killer. You need to be ruthless. And then you need to learn how to control, control it. And I'm like, I think that is the best fucking description of what you would need. And, and not just as a man, but like think in general, like as a human to survive in any scenario, it's like you have to be capable of some awful shit, but then you have to like in order to almost like get by, 
but you have to know when to harness that and when to like to like basically show that card kind right. of thing. Like, yeah, man. It, Damn, like, that's good, man. Yeah, man. Yo, how, how we doing on time? Are we like way to fuck Hour over? 10, bro. All right, let's finish yeah, on we something. Did what you want to do? Let's see. What, what do we got that, uh, yo, fuck. Can we talk about Zion Williamson for a second? I know we did a lot of sports today, but. That's all right. Shit, it. bro. Okay. Did you hear the story? He knocked up this girl. Oh, no. So Zion Williamson um, is in single. I mean, is, is this why he wasn't feeling like himself? Yo, well, this is this is this is where I'm going with this, bro. It's like Zion Williamson, for those who don't know, has been has missed all of last season, right? Missed a significant amount of this season with like a, a leg injury yep. or knees or bad or whatever. whatever. He's yeah. never fucking healthy. Um, and now it comes out that he knocked up this uh, uh this young girl. And listen, Zion Williamson is like young single guy, rich like he. So he's been like women have been coming out. The woodwork now talking about they smashing with Zion oh Williamson my and, gosh. and Aaron his dirty laundry. Which I do feel kind of bad because you know like we live in this era now where everybody has to put shit online, yep. and and post pictures and do whatever. And um, so anyway, so it's going through that whole motion. But he's knocked up this girl who's a porn star. Okay, and so she's been talking about all this shit and how long they've been fucking around and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's why this motherfucker can't get healthy. <laughs> like, bro, you don't go from injury to fucking a professional sex per like dude that that's like diving that's like taking swim lessons from michael phelps bro you don't dive into that deep you gotta water. build up to that you shit build up to that shit especially if you got bad legs bro you can't be fucking with the professional and you make your sex already make your legs wobbly bro and then you out here fucking with a professional leg wobbler what's wrong with you bro <laughs> like like, Next thing you know, he's gonna have back problems. He's gonna, you, it's coming, bro. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Zion. Oh my oh, god, nice. bro. So, so did he knock this chick up? He knocked this chick up, man. I can't think. I I fucking forgot to put her name down, but matter. she's a yeah. It does, it's one of these other like OnlyFans thoughts or whatever the fuck she is. But like, you're like, bro, you don't. He's never coming back. Walk, doggy. Or walk, stop running, dog. <laughs> yeah, he's never coming back, bro. <laughs> we lost him to the game. <laughs> and not the basketball. <laughs> lost him to professional thought, man. Oh, shit. Yo, man, on that, tell them where they can find us. Woo, at the Carmen Fulman Podcast on IG, the Carmen Fulman Podcast. Uh, on YouTube at Carbon FP Pod on Twitter and TikTok, and then uh, all your favorite streaming platforms: Stitcher, TuneIn, GeoSavin, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, actually as well, uh, Amazon right, Music. Yeah, it's that, that one's new. YouTube Podcasts, um, and make sure you hit like and subscribe, and then comment on wh- wherever, wh- whether it's YouTube or, or IG or TikTok or, or Facebook, wherever you guys see us, man. Uh, uh, make sure you like, comment. Um, I love the notes, man. We got some cool. Some cool notes this week, man. And as much as um, I love hearing that we like make people laugh or make people think or whatever, it's just as invigorating for me when I read that. Like it gets Absolutely. me so hyped to do the pod, man. So so shout out to you guys, man. Thank you guys for taking the time out to do that, man. It's it means a lot. And as always, we appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.